Hello, and welcome to the Emily Unedited Podcast. My name is Emily Lang, and I am a life coach, spiritual light worker, world traveler, and public speaker. It is my purpose in life to show up as my authentic self and connect with beautiful souls all over the world without the need for perfection or judgment. If you are ready to let go of the fears that have held you back from shining your light and feel truly inspired, then this is the place for you. Now let's dive in. everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Emily Unedited. And that uh, bump you just heard <laughs> before I started talking was my elbow hitting the table. So apologies for that. Uh, and apologies to my elbow. It, I think it's okay. It's all right. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you for joining me today. I'm glad to be back at work uh, again just getting some new episodes up and out after taking a week off for some downtime while construction was going on around my apartment. And uh feels nice to be able to kind of start doing this work and talking when I feel like it instead of having to work around other people's times and all that fun stuff. Um uh, it really, it brought into light how much uh, freedom I have to to do things when I want to do them, which is a beautiful thing. But also when it is interrupted by something outside of my control, uh, it definitely can throw me off. And, you know, I just have to realize that I don't have that much control as much as I sometimes would like it. But hey, you know, we just, we roll and we flow with the ebbs and flows, right? So anyway, <laughs> uh, I have kind of a cool throwback episode today for any of you MTV babies out there, uh, the 80s and 90s generation uh, like me who grew up with MTV as a very prominent part of my life. Um, and you know, it, it came out in 1981. Uh, I, it was the year before I was born to, uh, to age myself. <laughs> and, uh, I remember growing up very distinctly being able to watch Sesame street and watch, uh, music videos. So very eclectic background. Thanks dad. Thanks mom. Uh, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And it was such a new, like it, there was nothing out there like it, right? There was absolutely nothing to even compare it to previously. And since then, we've had so many, you know, things branch off from it to the point where even podcasts, you know, po I don't think podcasts would be a thing right now. I don't think that would even have been a thing in, unless we had something like MTV uh, in our past to kind of show how important it is to um, not only bring music into people's lives, but to bring 
really interesting content and controversial um, content into our homes on a daily basis. And actually, where this is leading is I recently was looking through um, my my TV apps trying to figure out if there was anything I could find to watch because I get really I get really annoyed by a lot of the current stuff that's on TV. And um, I was looking through and something popped up about the real world. Now, for anybody who watched MTV pretty religiously in the 90s, you'll remember the real world, which was, again, a brand new concept, never before heard of, where they stick seven people in a house together from all different backgrounds, all shapes and sizes, and try and record their entire life basically for like, I think it was two months or something like that. And, um, you know, work with this bevy of um, issues that come up with putting people from all different backgrounds in the same space and trying to find some commonality and um, work through their differences. And the first season, which was New York, uh, was one I definitely remember watching. And I remember really enjoying the, uh, the cast members, the people who were taking part in, in the process. And of course it went on for years and years and years. I think there's like 21 seasons, which just sounds crazy, but also, I mean, MTV is over 30 years old now. So it's over 40 years old, actually. What am I saying? It's over 40 years old. So, I mean, 20 years of that really actually isn't a big deal. But anyway, um, what they were doing this past, I guess, few years or so uh, is doing reunions with the cast of the Real World episodes, and it's now called Real World Homecoming. And the original cast were asked to participate in coming back together for, I I believe it's like a week now instead of a couple months, um, to see their old castmates, to live in the same places that they were originally, at least with this particular group. They were in the same loft apartment in uh, New York. And um, just catch up and, you know, also work on some of the former issues that had come up while they were filming the show that may have not been resolved uh, previously. And not only did it bring up this like urge of nostalgia in me, because I always wonder, you know, like, especially with something that was so prominent in my life as a child. And I was like 10 years old when that aired. So, you know, I am always wondering, like, I wonder what they're doing now. I wonder what kind of life they've created for themselves. I wonder how things have turned out for them. And uh, of that cast, the most prominent uh, person in the cast was Eric Neese, who went on to a lot of fame within MTV worlds of doing the grind and um exercise exercise videos dance videos all sorts of stuff like he was all over the place uh but i was like i wonder what else is going on with these guys right well they all came back for the filming it was actually in 2021 when 
the pandemic was still very much gripping everything. So they had to quarantine, they had to do the COVID tests. And uh, lo and behold, Eric actually ended up contracting COVID and was not able to be housed with the other cast members. I hope I'm not spoiling this for anybody. I'm not trying to. Um, But he was able to contact, keep in contact with them through phone messages and videos and stuff. So it, it worked out okay. But I have to say, as much as I appreciated the real world back in the 90s, even though I was so young and I really didn't grasp the concept of the bigger issues they were trying to deal with, with racism, with um, sexism, with, you know, just everything that's going on in the different lives of these different people. Coming back to it now as an adult and seeing where these people have ended up is absolutely eye-opening. It's fantastically fascinating. And um, I found myself, because I'm not a reality TV person, like this is about as reality TV as I've ever been. But I just found myself loving every minute of the discussions and even the tense moments, even the moments where they were recapping something that happened back in the day where it caused a controversy, where they're trying to work through it and have these conversations now and, and understand. And, and there is something that happens in the season that I will not go into in case somebody does want to watch it. Um, one of the cast members does decide to leave because of an issue. But I still found their their thoughts and their opinions to be so provoking in a good way um, because so many of them have gone on a, a journey of healing over the years, just as I have and as so many people have when they grow older, you know, you start to realize that the things you've been holding on to aren't healthy, they're not good for you, and you have to find a way to find your inner peace and harmony and and find your inner joy. So many of these cast members who were in their early 20s when they were on the show originally, now are in their 50s, have grown so, so much and are so aware of, you know, the, the battles we are still fighting in the world, of course, even more so now it's so much more apparent. Um, you know, they, they actually brought up that the Rodney King trial and the riots, the LA riots came out the same year they filmed the original show. And again, I was like 10 years old when that happened. I remember it, but I don't really remember it having a major impact in my life at the time. But now with the the Black Lives Matter movement happening and and all of these things that are happening that are just so undescribably horrible and we're seeing them on camera every day um it just goes to show that what they were trying to bring up back then in the 90s was so prominent and is still prominent and it's sad that it is but it's it's helped them to create that world where they are out there fighting for better rights because they knew back then that the world needed to change and um, having those conversations, it it opened my eyes. I mean, I didn't realize how 
sheltered I was from it in some ways. I really don't think I realized until I heard them talking just how much more I could be doing to help others or to just reach out and listen and not judge or shame people, you know? Um, you know, and that, and that's something that I, I really do try to do in my own life is just approach everybody the same way, but it almost makes you feel like you're still not doing a good enough job. You know, there's still so much out there to do. There's still so much out there to, to fight against and to get support for the people who truly, truly need it in this world, not the people who think they need it. And, um, you know, I, I really felt, I felt so good when I was watching it. Um, just because it was like, wow, these people really care and they are out there living beautiful lives and they're still fighting for what they believe in. Every, pretty much every single one of them was still out there fighting for what they believed in. And so many of them had gone through spiritual awakenings as well. Uh, like worked with shaman and uh, healers and became these incredibly prominent people in the world of of healing and you know understand the importance of talking as opposed to blaming and yelling you know it, it was like let's it's, it's uncomfortable to talk about this stuff but it's important and it's okay to feel uncomfortable. These, these discussions are going to be uncomfortable and that's okay because that means they're important. That was such a huge moment for me. Somebody was like, you know, it's important to have these talks and it's important for them to be uncomfortable, but we can come to a resolution. We can talk and discuss and listen and hear each other and know that at the end of the day, we're still going to love each other we're just learning and growing through this process and you still have respect for each other. You know, um, it was, it was such a beautiful thing for me, honestly. Now I haven't watched all of the seasons, so I really don't know how it goes with the rest of them yet. Um, but for me, season one, New York was really, really profoundly important for me. And once again, it just proves to me that even though people can argue that the real world wasn't a real thing, you know, they are real people. They were, they went into it as most of them thought it was like a, um, I forget how they put it, but like they were approached as like, you know, this is like a, a, almost like a, an experiment. Like, we're going to do an experiment. We'll pay you to be part of it. What do you think? You know? So they didn't really know what they were walking into, especially the first season. They had no clue, had no clue what they were going to be expecting. It could have gone horribly wrong. They could have all hated each other and, you know, it could have ended in a fireball. But I really appreciate that MTV was able to take experiments like that with with social uh different different social backgrounds and and upbringings and stuff and 
you know, sometimes they found gold, honestly. Like sometimes they really did. I mean, they definitely got cheesier as time went on and especially because they knew what to expect. Like, oh, we're looking for the drama. I don't think that was intentional for the first season. I don't think they put those cameras in there hoping that they were going to break out into fights. It was really just like an observation thing. It was like a science experiment of let's see what happens when we do this, when we put these people in a bubble and see how it works out. And one of them even brought up the fact that uh, you know, when, when things did blow up in the house, they could leave, they could go blow off some steam and leave and do what they needed to do and come back. Well, this is happening in the middle of a pandemic. So they were not allowed to leave the premises or if they did, they had to have permission first. So it definitely brought up some tensions when things kind of came up with certain cast members because they weren't like, Hey, I can just go out and it's fine. You know, it, they had to get permission and um, be regularly tested for COVID. And, you know, so it's a different world now completely in that way. Um, and I'd be interested to see how it would work in today's setting of, you know, we're all on social media already. What would happen if you put a bunch of people together in a loft and like, say, took away all of their uh, phones and, social media accounts and stuff like what would happen then like what kind of chaos would we find if if they tried an experiment experiment like that today you know where you have to all talk sit and talk to each other face to face and honestly i don't know if anybody's planning on trying to do that at this point or not it honestly just popped in my head this moment but um anyway you know, I miss the days of there being shows around where, that really made you think, that really made you question your views and in a good way, in a good way, you know, because reality TV right now is more about shock value than anything else as far as I'm concerned. It's more about... I feel personally like it's more about vanity than anything else or shock value or just anyway, I'll leave it at that. But the kind of stuff that they were coming up with in the nineties when it was brand new, it was just so different and unique. And I'm really enjoying going back down this lane of, of my past um, because it's, it's bringing up good memories and it's also showing me that the project, especially the first one, it really did end successfully. Most of them are still friends. Most of them have, have stayed in touch with each other over the years. And, um, you know, it could have very easily gone the opposite way. They could have not talked for 29 years, 30 years, you know? Um, so, all in all, I just had to say that I, I really, really got so much value out of watching it. And my big takeaways uh, from it were for anybody, you know, who's in a situation where they are coming up against a discussion of any type that is out of your comfort zone, that brings up big trigger issues, you know, whatever. Um, you know, you have every right to walk away 
and that's fine. But the big takeaways I got from this were try to sit and listen without judgment. Try to actually take in what's being said without trying to counteract everything that's being said. Have empathy for the person speaking because you cannot live in their shoes. You cannot be them or have understand the experiences they've been through. You know, you you come from different worlds and that's beautiful. So show them empathy instead of judgment because truly there's nothing you can say that is going to change their views on what they have been through, you know, and, and they, you shouldn't be able to do that. Their right to judge the situation as it was, is their right. Um, and you can, you can empathize with what they've gone through. Another one is feeling uncomfortable, feeling those feelings, letting them come up and not running away from them. Um, And that was the big thing in the season was like, how do we process the pain that's coming up and this feeling of, you know, like some of the cast members felt attacked and, um, but there was no like brawl breaking out. There's no like major fighting. It's just that like, you're not listening to me. No, you're not listening to me kind of thing. Um, it's okay to feel uncomfortable. And and this is something that I tell my clients constantly. You're not always going to feel uncomfortable telling people things or expressing a, a point of view. Um, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that it's not valid. And sometimes you just need to feel that. And as long as it's not coming from a place of hatred or judgment, you know, it's, you, you should express what you're feeling. You should, you know, be able to express it and be heard. Um, another big one was ask questions. Like if you don't understand what the other person's saying, instead of judging, ask them, ask them why they feel the way they do. Ask them what brought them to that resolution. Um, even if you don't agree with it, you're interested. You want to know. You want to understand. You're trying to understand. Um, because really, it, it you shouldn't have to have your, your opinion swayed, but you want to understand everybody's point of view and where they're coming from, even if you cannot agree with it. And then the last one is finding resolutions. No matter who you are, where you come from, you can find common ground with people that you care about. Just like if, say, you got into a fight with a family member or a loved one, um, you know, and you have words and there's an argument, you still care about that person. You still love them. You still want them to be in your life. You may be angry in that moment. You may be irritated. It doesn't mean you can't come to a resolution and still continue to love each other. And that was a really big thing too. Like these people we're part of each other's lives in a very important moment in in their lifetime. And they continue to try and make that effort now because they care about each other. And it was just such a, a beautiful thing to see that respect 
even from like they were showing old clips and you know like this one's yelling at this one and like i hate you i'm never gonna want to room with you i'm gonna leave this sucks and then like a week later they're besties you know because they talked and they were like okay we were being stupid it's fine um you know you can you can have those resolutions it's when you don't talk it's when you hold in your emotions and you let them fester and you never actually talk about the thing that's upsetting you that's where the problem lies that passive aggressive thing where you're like angry but they don't know it but they can feel that you're angry and then you won't talk about it and they don't know what they're supposed to do and then there's just this animosity and this awful energy all over the space just talk about it guys just talk about it it'll be so much better you'll feel so much better there's so much relief and then you can go about your lives and be happy again and know that you're okay. And that is really what all communication should be, you know, whether it's a, a loved one, a, somebody you work with, a coworker, um, a spouse, it doesn't matter. Even your kids, like just talk to them. <laughs> just talk to them and get it all out. And maybe you have to agree to disagree, but you can still love each other and create a beautiful resolution. So that is my episode for today. Um, I hope it was informational, even if you have never seen the show, even if you have no idea what I'm talking about, because I know there's a few of you who really do not know what I've been talking about. But uh, this, this is important just for the simple fact that these, these pieces can be applied to anything in your life. It doesn't matter about the show. It's about how you treat people and the way you communicate with them. So if you can't take anything else, just take that. And I hope that helps you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is the episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I actually had a really good time talking about this subject, and I will uh, be bringing back some, some uh, good stuff coming your way pretty soon. So, all right. I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Emily Unedited. If you would like to follow me or get more information about what I do, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok uh, under the name Adaptable Wisdom. You can also contact me at adaptablewisdom at gmail.com for more information about life coaching services. Have a great day, guys. I love you and I'll see you soon.